Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in this is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bang. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, a little notify bell next to it, and make yes. sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. Yes. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety of reward tiers over there. We got bonus episodes at the $5 mark, which you can also get by becoming a YouTube channel member. Just hit join yeah. here on the YouTube channel page. Yeah, that's right. Got a couple new patrons. Omega Therion is back in the fold. Welcome. Therion. Chunky Monkey, Tiger Mask, Tim Morris, Sean Volman, and Connor D. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to all. We're going to review AEW Dynamite. But first up, give me my title back. Oh, you went back. Give me my title back. I'm very pleased with my picks. Get over here. I was pleased with my I'm picks. I'm very I'm happy with my picks. Although you when shouldn't I, be. When I saw that uh, uh, Candice versus Shayna wasn't main eventing, I was like, oh, okay. <sighs> Candice for sure isn't winning now. Yeah, going into it, I was like, oh, that was a bad pick. But uh, got my title back. Well, still our title. Not really hold back. On to it. What's that? That's still our title. It's my title. Get out of here with no, that. No, screw you. I'm going to take this around town. I'm going to make a video. You're going to get so tired of that. I'm going to bash you. See, here's the thing. This is what I want to do with That's this completely title. unwarranted. Whenever you... No, it isn't. It's very warranted. I'm champion. You're just a dullard with a small brain. See, I'm already bashing you. Oh, I feel bad now. You should. I love it's you, man. It's completely unwarranted. You got a big boy brain. Brain. <laughs> See, and then when you get the title back, probably the Sunday, you can bash me. I wouldn't do that, though. Really? No, I'm above that. Why not? I'm a better person than that. You bash me plenty. Oh, crap. You're already bashing me. <laughs> calling, calling yourself a better person. Yeah, I know. Oh, no. I'll do a low key. You swerve me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, anyways, uh, AEW Dynamite, man. Let's just hop into this thing. Uh, what did you think about it? It was fun. Man. It was. It, it, it's early on. I mean, granted, part of it is is... They're obviously running larger buildings, um, and they're wisely keeping the house lights up so you can see the size of the crowd for the most part. But more so than that, it's a very colorful presentation. Yes, it's bright. It is. It's very colorful, and that's a stark contrast. I part of the reason I know they keep the house lights down NXT is because I think to a certain degree they want to hide how small the venue is. Also, it's so the atmosphere they've been running with the show for a long time, and it works for NXT fine. It's it's it. it I'm not gonna say a bingo hall because the production value is way above a bingo hall. See, let me ask but you. they want the indie show feel. Yeah. Do you think it's that they want to hide the, sh- the crowd, or they just want to emphasize that this is an intimate? It's probably thing. a little both. I'm not sure if it's like shame necessarily. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, I don't think. I mean, obviously, because because Triple H just recently spoke highly of Full Sail and wanting to stay there because sure, the atmosphere yeah. there is top yeah. notch. But we've said, I think you've had the concern that in terms of of optics. 
NXT is going to look like the lesser show because yeah. they don't have, they're not selling out or putting shows on these huge venues and selling them out. Yeah. Um, and maybe, you know, now that they're on USA, one of the reasons they're for sure going to keep the house lights more or less low is to, uh, rather than hide the crowd, to focus what's going on squarely in the ring. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's a diplomatic way of putting it. I, no, I think you're right about that. Um, AEW felt, and it's it's funny because when I watched it, it did totally feel from Shivani being there to just the fact that it wasn't WWE. It felt like a really good episode of Nitro, right down. They to, weren't shying away from referencing WCW. No, all over the place they weren't. Either. In the, in the, in the like very beginning, Shivani was talking about Jushin Liger versus Pillman opening up the first episode of Nitro. And then Jr. said they had the same match on WCW in like ninety or ninety one. Yeah, yeah. And there's a couple times where they, they referenced WCW. And uh, it 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 felt vibrant. It felt alive. You saw a crowd that wasn't ready to to like WWE crowds. They are ready. They understand what they want to crap on. They know what they don't like. Well, and they prime themselves for it. They prime the AEW. The crowd is enthusiastic to be there. It's an event. They're happy to be there. Yeah. And they like the crowd. Everything. It's to me, the color scheme was reminiscent of, um, I know you saw part of it, uh, Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. The colors, the colors used in Thor Ragnarok where there was a lot of different colors going on, but it was all used very stylishly mm-hmm. and it wasn't gaudy. Mm-hmm. And with AEW, they know how to use their color yeah, yeah, yeah. and it enhances the broadcast. Yeah, it totally does. It surprises me when I saw it, I was thinking to myself, why did Vince McMahon, and this is, look, I'm not gonna spend, I'm not gonna sit here and just knock WWE because I think WWE has a lot of awesome things going for it. I really do. We saw that last time with NXT. We personally have enjoyed SmackDown for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I've, I've realized with AEW is, and, and, and watching NXT also last night, and we've known this with SmackDown for a while now, two hours is enough. Yeah. Two hours. You can do everything you want in two hours. Yep. You yep. really can't. You do yep. not need a three-hour show. Nope. Um, it's all about time management. But all the things that, like, over the years, Vince McMahon has kind of gotten rid of, like, I don't know, video entrance uh, or entrance videos. Which, yeah, it's a small thing, but we used to love those, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, man, did you see his interesting video? It's funny. We did the same thing with, like, the best friends. Now, it's like, oh, it's so silly. It's, a, it's, it's, it's amazing, awesome. Yeah. It's great. It's the little things. And even, I know you're not, like, a big fan of it, but, like, the opening music intro. Like, uh, Dynamite, I didn't. Well, NXT, they didn't have one this week. They had that uh, that uh, montage narrated by Corey Taylor. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind AEWs because they kept it short. Mm-hmm, yeah. It was a sh- it was short. It was, what, 30 seconds? Yeah. It didn't drone on. It gets you hyped for the show. Like, there are so many little things that are just fun about the, the, the Monday Night Wars, the Attitude Era, whatever you want to call it, back then, mm-hmm. that, like, WWE's kind of stripped away. And AEW brought a lot of those little things back. Well, here's the thing, and, and, and this doesn't apply to everybody. And I don't... On camera... I don't get the feeling that a lot of people in WWE are having fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas last night, it seemed like, maybe this is just, you know, uh, excitement over the first show, whatever the mm-hmm. case may be. It seemed like everybody yeah. was having fun. Well, it was definitely an event. And who knows yes. how that's going to be. Exactly. I mean, once, once they're on episode 120, whether that same uh, energy is going to translate or not. And, I mean, given the WWE schedule, I would understand completely if you were up to the arena one day. 
for Ron, like, oh, gosh, I was wondering, can't wait to hop on the plane tonight and go home and sleep in my own bed. Yeah. Totally get that. And I understand that the WWE, sometimes they want to, they, they sometimes want to hide on their main roster shows, just how little people are there, like mm-hmm. in the upper decks and mm-hmm. stuff. But it's like, man, AEW felt big. It did. It felt like big time. It felt slick. Like the presentation was slick. It was re- Yeah. It's honestly like, in terms of like a main, it felt like a real main roster show. Yeah. Um, there was still some cheesy stuff. Oh, of course, we'll yeah, get to that. The Kevin yeah. Smith, uh, Jason Mew stuff, pretty cheesy. That was the most. That was the most WCW Saturday Night yeah, stuff. Uh, the, the SCU stuff was kind of cheesy. Although Scorpio Sky is great, great, he a really good Barack, great Obama. He impression. really does. Yeah. Um, and uh, that was pretty much it. And they kept, like, they kept the action focused in the ring, and yet I felt like stories were developing. Mm-hmm, yeah. Whereas an NXT. NXT was good. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna make it come off like I'm slamming it because I, I, it was an enjoyable show. They had these three title matches, and uh, I necessarily felt like the results of any of them necessarily advanced any stories per se, in a large scale. They. You I had think, a couple of returns that dominated the show. I think they resolved some stories. Like I don't see the Street Profits coming back around for the tag. Oh, titles. not at all. No, 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 no. no. Candace seems to be done with. At I know. this point, I know. Anyways, and and while the the spotlight and the conversation, I think is going to be on NXT about the two massive returns. I kind of felt like, to a certain extent, it did a bit of disservice to the people who were wrestling before those people came back. Okay, like, yeah. Everybody's going to be talking about Finn and Ciampa. Yeah. Whereas, man, imagine if Candice had won in the main yeah. event. Should we get into that on the NXT review? We will. We will. Okay. I just want to touch on that because I think it was... We're in uncharted territory because like it's... uh, You know, I think Zayn is doing a one combined thing. And I think this is... You know, since this is the first time they're head-to-head and I'm just on a macro level talking from a storyline perspective where it felt like... And granted, this is the first episode of AEW television. Even if I did a minimal amount of storytelling, it's going to feel like, oh, huge story development because this is our first indication of where they're really going to go long-term. Yeah, sure, sure. Whereas NXT, they've got what? How many? Like five hundred episodes under the belt? Or yeah, something like that. yeah, they, yeah. AEW has the benefit of a blank canvas. Exactly. Yeah. But it's felt like at least one major story beat based on the action in ring would have been nice for NXT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead, it was like, okay, it's a good episode with a couple huge returns. Yeah. That's kind of what it felt. Like. No, I, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I thought the uh, I thought NXT focused on what, and it'll be interesting to see if this matters to the WWE. That's a whole other story. Will and I don't know if we should do like a video essay on it or what, hmm. but if 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 AEW, let's say they, it gets crazy and they do two million, yeah. out the gate, which we should be finding out in about three hours what the yeah. ratings look like. And let's say NXT stays at one million. Mm-hmm. Is Triple H okay with that? Is Vince okay with that? I think Triple H would be okay with it based on what happened on NXT last night and thinking, okay, we got a couple huge names now back in NXT. Let's see if that gets some word of mouth going. Yeah. Some people that maybe just watch main roster who's a really huge fan of a particular person who's now in NXT. I'm talking six months from now. Well, that's a different story entirely. Is it? If you, I'll, I'll put it this way. If USA is happy, is Vince McMahon happy? Even if AEW is doing double what NXT is Probably doing. Probably not. You think so? He's competitive dude. Yeah. I, I do wonder if they're going to take a look at, because AEW does look bigger. Um, it looks, I don't want to say more legit, but they also have bigger household names in Jericho and maybe Moxley. Mm-hmm. Um, would that prompt them to take it on tour and light it up a bit more? Will you see NXT morph into what looks like a main roster show? Um, because I honestly think 
that might they might interpret that as the difference maker is the scope of the broadcast. I Maybe. don't know. I don't know either. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But then the uh, would they go that route if the numbers aren't on par with Raw and SmackDown? If because like Raw and SmackDown right now are already struggling to fill houses. Yeah. With numbers that are at least double what NXT is doing. So if you're getting a million viewers each week, would you feel confident taking NXT on the road to even two, three thousand seat venues? If you make a big deal about it, I would think they. I mean, you see how quickly takeovers fill up. Yeah, yeah, but that's but those are still special things, you know. Yeah. That's, you only get four or five of those a year. Yeah, and you know, it, most parts of the country, you might have to wait two, three, four, five years before you get a takeover. Sure. You yeah. know, again. Yeah. So if they're in they're in your neighborhood, you go. I mean, already AEW is having troubles like selling out their tenth yeah. episode, eleven. Yeah, yeah, and that makes yeah. sense. You know, the, sure. The, yeah. You know, yeah. but you know, if they put together two, three, or four weeks of really good TV in a row, I wouldn't be surprised to see an uptick in ticket sales. Yeah. I don't know what's gonna. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's 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 all. But they're also they're not they're not interesting. They're not questions. really going. AEW is not really trying to fill arenas the size of the Capital One Center because that's a pretty large arena. Right. Yeah. They're going more mid-sized, six, mm-hmm. five, six, seven thousand seat yeah, venues. Sure. It seems for the the second stretch of, of yeah. shows. And I mean, if if WWE is happy, like just with a million, like, do they really expect NXT to outdo? Maybe they will. Like, we there was like on Reddit, there was on the Squared Circle Reddit, mm-hmm. there was like a, a really small. There was like the, there's the numbers for the San Diego market. Yeah. I think were out, yeah. and they showed that NXT was performing really well there. Yeah. Um, but then I think Meltzer had it that like. AEW, what did you say? It was like the third most watched. It, uh, Dynamite did three times the numbers that NXT did on View. On the and, PlayStation View. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the third most show, third most watched show of the night on that platform. Yeah. Yeah, that's according to Meltzer. Oh, by the way, before we dive into AEW details, the, the show rundown, I had to get cable. I got cable. I got my own cable. No longer living on the wrong side of the law, Larson. You taped that cord back together, huh? It's actually cheaper for me to get slight because I had like ridiculously fast internet at home. Now I have slightly less fast, but it's still really fast. And cable, and it's like forty dollars cheaper yeah. to do this. Yeah. So who'd have thought? Living legal is actually cheaper. Crime doesn't pay, Steve. You got that right, buddy boy. Anyways, let's kick this off. <laughs> you know where I get buddy boy from? Streets of San Francisco. Oh. <laughs> Carl Malden used to call that to Kirk Douglas. All the time. Mike Douglas. Mike Douglas all the time. Say <laughs> so he really wouldn't be able to say that to Kirk Douglas because Kirk Douglas no. is quite older than he is. Yeah. Uh, so AEW show opens up with a new video package opening a cold open. I guess not cold open. It's a video package. Mm-hmm. Um, show starts with commentary. Mm-hmm. You get a, the, the full on introduction of Tony Schiavone back at the broadcast table. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. He hasn't lost a step, man. He nope. sounds great. Yeah, man, Shivani sounds point. great. Still he sounds point. man. And he's gonna get even better once he's more familiar with their product. I know it's it, dude. It is so nice having Shivani there. I'll be on, and Excalibur is great. Yeah. Here's the thing, Jr. <laughs> when he doesn't lose his way, because sometimes he'll 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 be going on a path and he'll yeah. like just forget or or not think about what he's gonna say. Yeah. That's when he stumbles. But if he's has a, a through line he's working with and he sticks with it, he's fine. Mm-hmm. He's not the JR of old, but we can't expect that. No, we can't. Um, but it's just, he'll be sitting there saying something and it seems like, well, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah. Which I, happens to me all the time. Yeah. Um, and I'm not, you know, on live television. Um, so that's got, but, you know, it's good. It's good you have Shivani there who's got the experience of calling play by play, 
to help him out with that. And you got Excalibur. Both of them could kind of cover for JR in those instances or get him back on track. Yeah. There's moments last night where I thought JR was pretty solid. Okay. And then towards the tail end, or like the last second hour of the show, it felt like it was happening a lot more often where he'd start on a path and it would just kind of peter out. Yeah. I mean, I think they'll be fine down the road. Like last yeah, yeah. night, I was kind of like, ah, I don't know if I'm into the JR thing. But, uh, you know, he's JR. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. And, yeah. and, Sh- and Shivani seems, they both legitimately seem happy to be there. Mm-hmm. Shivani seems incredibly happy to be there. And I think that's awesome. I know. Excalibur seems like he's literally, Excalibur comes off as if the experience is as surreal as it probably is mm-hmm. because six months ago or whenever it was, he was telling people to recycle at a PWG show. <laughs> right. And now he's on TNT. He's got an AEW blazer on next to Shivani and Jr. I know that's gotta be insane. I wonder if there's any pressure on, I'm guessing not because you have these two huge, really well-known names in wrestling circles doing your announcing. You have Shivani and Jr. And I'm sure it was, well, I'm not sure, I'll, I'll wager a guess that it was probably the Young Bucks who were pushing for Excalibur to join the team, given mm-hmm. their history in PWG. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if there's any any pressure on them to to go with a more well-known name. I don't know. I because don't know. Because Excalibur's been doing commentary on PWG shows for a long time. By all accounts, Tony Khan is very involved in I everything. I know. I'm not sure if he had to be convinced. Maybe he was like, you know what, this guy, like PWG, yeah, I'll take him yeah. in a second. Yeah, I would. You know, I'd like to think. And there that. was one moment where Excalibur alluded to PWG. However, did not say the, the letters. PWG. Oh, I didn't notice that. It was t- when Rick Knox was refing the main event. Oh, he said, uh, "Rick Knox, he's a re- really experienced ref, and uh, he's refereed some of the most intense, crazy matches of the last twenty years." Oh, that's good. You know, PWG of tag course, matches. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Candice LeRae and uh, uh, Joey Ryan gorilla warfare match. Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, Commentary throws to a Cody Sammy Guevara uh, video package. I like this. This is how they're going to tell stories to build up to their matches. Like their video recap pack. This Mm -hmm. is great. Mm -hmm. This is awesome. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, and then we got the first match. Cody comes out first with Brandy. Uh, entrance, everything, million bucks. Mm-hmm. Had some fire, some pyro. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his song's great. So they great. had like two tunnels. And then they had the thing in the middle. They had a thing like a chandelier. The, it was like a transporter up. pad. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, and they... And behind him was a, a, a Tron. Yeah. A small square sh- Tron that you should mostly just had the TNT logo on. Yeah. I but, realized who Cody kind of reminds me of when he's wearing his entrance gear. Hmm. Rutger Howard, Rutger Hauer, Hauer, sorry, from like Blade Runner, 
because he's got that sort of shock bleach blonde hair and he has like almost his his like he looks like a dune character Mm. That's what he reminds yeah, I can see me that. of. More like Sting. Like Sting, the and... bass player, not the wrestler in the movie. <laughs> right. Dune, yes. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, the bass player. Yeah, the, the musician. Sorry, <laughs> it's just the bass player. <laughs> I just think of that picture. I thought that picture of Sting and Sting both yeah. playing bass on yeah. stage. <laughs> have you seen that one? Yes, I yeah. have. So I that's have. why I just said the bass player, picture not the wrestler. Sting. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of this match, Cody versus? It Sammy was solid. Guerrero. I mean, Cody isn't the the the. He's not like the equal of Kenny or the Young Bucks in the ring, but he can tell a good story, and that's mm-hmm. what they pulled off here. Because mm-hmm. um, early on, it was it was Sammy with the quickness advantage. What's going on there? Yeah, my tea got a little cold. It's a little, like lukewarm now. It's still good. It's still tea. Yeah, it's probably good for your. It still helps my throat. Yeah, my vocals. Your pipes. Yeah, I didn't lose my voice entirely this time. I'm well, the week's not over yet. We got a lot of talking today and a lot of talking on tomorrow and then some, on the Sunday too. I like that positive attitude of yours. You hey. can still lose your voice. <laughs> Just uh, you wait. So anyways, uh, let's see here. Got some mail. Um, so uh, yeah, early on it was Sammy using his quickness of speed. Uh, Cody trying to counter it. Um, this is new from Cody. He had an Oz cutter. That was awesome. Yeah, man. Oz. Um. Uh, Rhodes cutter, um, and then Sammy is like, "Hey, I can do that too," and did the springboard cutter. Mm-hmm, they both yeah. got two counts on that. Um, at one point, Cody's going for a suicide dive after setting Sammy out to the ringside area. Uh, Sammy grabs Brandy and puts her in the path of Cody's she suicide ate dive. That that was nasty. Yeah, man, she'll take bumps. So Cody goes and checks on Brandy. Turns around, Sammy grabs him and rams into the ring post. Um, I think they went to commercial after that, and then uh, back in the ring. Uh, Sammy, he goes for a top rope moonsault. Cody gets out of the way. He goes for a standing moonsault. Cody gets out of the way. And then he finally hits a standing shooting star press. That was cool. Um, then Cody sends Sammy into the ropes. Brandy, was that a high heel? Is that her shoe he hit him with? She yeah, hit him I think with? so. Hits Sammy with her heel. Uh, Cody hits a disaster kick. Only gets a two, though. This spot was great when Cody was up on the top and hits that re- reverse superplex. Mm-hmm, that was good, yeah. Only a two count, though. Uh, Sammy thinks he's got the match won, goes up top for a shooting star press. Cody gets his knees up, rolls up Sammy for the win. Uh, crowd is like 125% behind Cody this whole match. Yeah. It was pretty wise to have Cody start the show. Oh, yeah. To get the crowd into it immediately. <coughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, big time. And given what happened at the end, good idea having Sammy in there, too. Mm, yes. Um, so Tony Schiavone gets in the ring to interview Cody. Cody is just like. He's over the moon, man. He's on cloud oh, yeah, He goes yeah. there and gives Tony a huge he's hug. Like, and Tony's all whispering sweet nothings. I know. He's trying to be like, I'm professional yeah. broadcaster. Yeah. Um, and then Sammy comes up to Cody and is like, hey. Like, turns him around. You. Hey, you. And then extends his hand to shake it. Yeah. Um, they shake hands. And then right as that happens, Jericho comes to the ring and lays out Cody. Sammy just sort of puts his hands up and says, my name's Bennett. And he leaves. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And then yeah, it's just it's just destruction through the commercial break. It's picture in picture. Jericho just annihilating Cody. Yeah. Everything possible. Chairs sets up a stack of or a couple of chairs. Uh, suplexes. I think. Uh, no power bomb. Them power, that's right. Power bombs him on. He, he, like he hits. Her, he hits a couple of code breakers in the ring. He leaves. He comes back. Uh, hits Cody with the, the championship belt. He goes in the crowd and gets someone still camera. Their DSLR. Yeah. yeah. Starts taking pictures. Yeah. Cody rolls out and Jericho takes a chair to him and yeah, he sets up the two chairs, mm-hmm. power bombs it through it. And then he says, uh, La Champion. Is that what he's calling himself? Yeah, he says, I am La Champion of AEW. He gets on the mic. He's up on the ramp. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's just soaking it in. 
Uh, I thought it was a really smart move. Jericho is their biggest name in mm-hmm. terms of name value. And he know, still knows how to get heat, man. And he knows how to get heat. This is an awesome segment. Followed, uh, I, I thought, actually, this – I thought the match was pretty spectacular. Yeah, I it was, mean, it was good. We've said before, like, Sammy Guevara is really good in the ring. He is – like, he's got the perfect mix of, like, high-flying cool moves – with just some really decent storytelling abilities. Yeah, yeah. I'm Cody, not sure he is the best ever, like he likes to say, mm-mm. but he's pretty darn good. Yeah, he's good. And Cody, while he's not the athletic equal of Sammy, he's a really good storyteller. He's a darn good boy he's turned into. I mean, if you think of some of the matches he's had, he's one of the best, like, dude, Cody is doing some really, really interesting things, uh, building matches and then telling stories in matches. Yeah, I know. Like it's he's he's turning storytelling upside down. It's great, he and knows, it's sort of low key too because it, it feels old school. It is, but there's a lot of interesting stuff going on there. Yeah, it does feel old school because he knows how to do a lot with a little. Yeah, like the whole match with Dustin. Yes, there's there's you know every impactful move, every high spot really meant something yeah. in that match. That match, the match with Aldis, mm-hmm. um, man, it's been so good, and even like. The idea of him sort of aligning with MJF, who's like obviously like one of the top heels, but then Cody is still this fa- like he's playing with the face heel dynamic. Yeah. And it's just, man, it's a breath of fresh air. Yeah. And I never thought I'd get that from Cody. I, I never thought that happened. But it's it's just terrific stuff. It is. It is. Uh next. We're on to another match. Brandon Cutler versus MJF. MJF comes out, drops promo, pretty basic heel stuff. Really good one though. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm a Brandon Cutler. You look like all these losers here in the arena and all mm-hmm. the losers watching on TV. Brandon Cutler really did come off. And I I, I like the he, – he, he just seems like a very genuine person. Like whenever he's yeah. on like any of the road twos or whatever, he just comes out being the elite. Yeah. He just seems like a really genuine person. Yeah. Um, he really likes his D&D though because his shirt had like a, a – The a, dragon with the – With a die on it. Die. Yeah, yeah. And then he had uh, some die on – or his dice on his pants yeah. too. I just love it because he does come off as like – it's super WCW jobber guy. Yeah. And, but they've managed to give super WCW jobber guy, like a ton of personality and I like know. a backstory. I know. So it matters when MJF picks up this win. It's like, Oh, you feel it as opposed to nameless dude coming out. I know it's Brandon Cutler. So I kind of like, but like Brandon Cutler, I have, I, I get the impression he's probably not going to win a whole lot of matches, but you get the feeling he could totally have won this. Yeah, totally. That's why I didn't have like yeah. nine confidence points. I was pretty sure that MJF was going to win, but at the same time, I was like, ah, they could do some yeah, sneaky totally. roll-up type deal. And as you said, if you watch Being the Elite, all the Road 2 stuff, you get a sense about what his character is. Yeah. So it's not like, uh, you know, like generic jobber number one and they're taking an L to MJF. Here's the thing. He's going to have a terrible record three months from now, but you never know. He could win at some point. You know? Yeah, this, He's not going to go on a winning streak, but no, he could win any of these because they like, keep him relevant. This seems like he could be one of those characters where, as you said, his win-loss record is not going to be anything impressive, but... At any point, he can get that one win. He could be a spoiler. He that could totally, one win, yeah, that's exactly. really going to be So a you never really know. Yeah, yeah. totally. Anyways, uh, Matt saw uh, MGF work Cutler's arm early. Um, there was this great spot where Cutler kind of like shakes off the uh, MGF working the arm, hits a suicide dive, was giving MGF fast hands on the ramp. Um, then he goes to the top rope, falls off, mm-hmm. and then starts like shaking his knee as if he hurt it. And commentary was selling this, so I'm assuming that was a story beat. Soundlin, uh, like he hurt his knee on the suicide dive. Yeah, because it did. It was I don't know. It seemed like it was clumsy enough that it seemed real, but the way commentary was on it, selling it immediately made it seem like it was intended. You know. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, anyways, Cat, uh, Cutler taps 
to uh, Fujiwara Armbar from MJF. MJF picks up the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next, as you mentioned, a scene straight out of uh, WCW Saturday Night circa 1994. We get our first celebr- celebrity appearances on AEW. Kevin Smith, Jason Mewes. There's a new uh, uh, Jay and Silent Bob movie coming to theaters on the 11th, I think they said. It's a reboot. And then Kevin Smith also announced via Instagram that he he's written the script for Clerks 3. Oh, wow. And he's... Uh, I guess made amends with uh, Jeff Anderson. Is that the dude who plays Randall? Yeah. Okay. And then Brian O'Halloran is the guy who plays Dante. Dante. Yeah. So he's made amends. Apparently there was a rift between him and Randall. Mm. He's patched that up. They've all agreed to do Clerks 3. The band's back together. The band's back together. Um, if Chris Jericho is going to be in Clerks 3 because he's in this Jay and Silent Bob reboot. It could be. So they also, earlier in the day, the Jay and Silent Bob were the models for the new tag titles, mm-hmm. which look great. Mm-hmm. They look fantastic. Look like the the fun fun disputed championship. And here's the thing. Kevin Smith is like super relevant with the people you want him to be relevant yes. with. Yes. This is great celebrity exposure for AEW. It's terrific. It's like WWE, they'll bring in whomever. And it's like, does it really do anything for them? Yeah, I mean, they're no. WWE. Do they really need it? But like Kevin Smith is a pretty big get for mm-hmm. AEW in terms of endorsing them is kind of cool. You well, especially because I think a lot of the shows coming up are on college uh, j- uh, mm-hmm. campuses mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, 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 or arenas associated with various colleges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like, that's right in the Kevin Smith <laughs> wheelhouse, you know? Yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, so they're getting interviewed by Chris Van Vliet. Yeah, who looks ringside. like a million bucks yeah. in an AEW blazer. Yeah, um, so they're talking about movie, Jericho's in it. Kevin Smith's like, yeah, Jericho hooked us up with seats. And out walk uh, Jack Evans and Angelico, mm-hmm, yeah. um, and they're giving them the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Jack Evans is just yelling at him, and he says, "He says, you know what, Jay? We think Morris Day in the Time sucks." <laughs> and then Jay says, that was "Jason Mew says, yeah, well, you can't even win a match." Yeah, <laughs> and that those were fighting words those, for yeah. Jack Evans and Angelico. They start getting ready. Oh, it, was, uh, it was it was it was some, it was a scene out of a Kevin Smith yeah. movie, and then uh, Private Party come down, yeah, and like I think they were trying to break things up, but they, it seemed like more like, <laughs> oh, sorry, Kevin and Jason, Jason, you have our seats, yeah. <laughs> So that's yeah. what it seemed like, kind of. Yeah, you know? yeah. It looked like they were trying to get past him or something. Yeah, it was awkward and weird, and it was great because it was wrestling. Yeah, and it felt very WCW. It did, and I'm fine with that. You know, I'd prefer I'd prefer stuff like that over I don't know. I don't know. I'm okay with cheesy, corny stuff like that because I'm it's okay wrestling. with it so long as the celebrities involved actually seem legitimately excited to be there, and it seemed like at least Kevin Smith was genuinely excited he, to be he there. He seemed like he was having fun. Yeah, yeah. And there was all sorts of shots of him. I don't know if he was there the entire time, but there were all sorts of uh, all sorts of shots of him during the show, like marking out and having a good time. Yeah, and that's what a you want. On Instagram, I think, I think Conrad mm-hmm. was sitting ringside. I think I saw him. Oh, I didn't see I that. I think I saw him. That's funny. I think it was him. Um, next, we had uh, SCU standing out in front of the White House. Man, Scorpio Sky. That was a really good bra. Yeah, man. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was good. He said that what a cheesy Kazarian said. He said, it's it's no secret what service we're in. Yeah. Because <laughs> him and cheesy Christopher Daniels. Did you notice Christopher Daniels was mouthing Scorpio Sky's promo <laughs> when they're back in the arena? I didn't. I didn't notice. My wife was watching with me. She's like, why is he mouthing the words? That's funny. I thought they were really writing promos at AEW. That's hilarious. Scorpio Sky is a freaking star, though. Yeah, man. I know. At some point, he has to like... Well, hopefully this is the start of it, because they do an interview in the arena, 
and Scorpio Sky, he's the one that does most of the talking. He says, mm-hmm. you know, people have been asking which two of us are going to, of the three of us are going to be in the tag tournament. Yeah. He said, I've decided to sit this one out yeah. and let Daniels and Kazarian uh, get the gold. Hopefully that's an opportunity for him to. I hope so. To, to, I really hope you know, so. Go after yeah. some singles pursuits. Did they say I forgot? They're doing a Cody alluded to like a TV title, didn't he? Maybe, maybe. maybe. I don't know. Anyways, uh, Lucha Brothers come out, um, and uh, they have they they go back and forth with SCU. Pentagon, of course, says Cerro uh, Miedo, and then uh, SCU says SCU, and then a brawl breaks out. Yeah, these these two teams are on opposite sides of the bracket on the tag tournament, so we can get a match beforehand. I don't know, maybe because best friends. Versus... It starts next week. That seems unlikely. I know. That seems unlikely. I mean, I'd I'd be surprised if they were foreshadowing the they were finals. telegraphing the finals. Yeah, I don't know. Because I wouldn't be surprised next week if XLAX cost the Young Bucks their match against Private Party. I would think that might be the case. Yeah. Um, and then it's Lucha Bros against uh, Jurassic uh, Express. Yeah. Lucha Brothers probably gonna win that. Mm-hmm. So it'd be Lucha Brothers versus Private Party. That'd be a fun match. Yeah, that could be good. That could be good. Of course, Dark Order advances to semis. Dark got, Order, I think, is going to go to the... God, I hope they're not the first freaking tag champions, but they might be. They, they, I wonder I wonder if they like really like Dark Order, but if they're going to pull audibles like, man, they're not over. I know. Like, we were they're gonna not put getting the, the reaction they want. Yeah. I know that, that gimmick is not going over. It's kind yeah. of falling flat. Yeah. Uh, next, Hangman Page taking on Pac. I couldn't get enough of Shivani saying bastard last night. Him and JR were having such a fun. They were so giddy with the PG, with the TV 14 aspect of things. Cause even at the end, JR said BS. Yeah. Um, like, but the actual word, do we have an ad read today? No. Oh, okay. Bullshit. That's still light profanity. I can say it. Yeah. Um, as long as it's not in the very beginning of the video, you're, you're having a, you're having a good time saying bastard there. Aren't you? Tony? Aren't you? you can say bastard again, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> say bastard again. All right. We'll send his Twitter handle. So I can say it. <laughs> Holy crap, we have almost like a thousand viewers. That's unheard of for a Thursday show. I know. Welcome all. Yay for wrestling. Yay for wrestling. See, this is the best. People are excited about wrestling again. Man, and regardless of what brand you like, or if you like both of them, it's just good to be excited I'm about sorry, it. I'm sorry, man, but I have no... I, yesterday was a blast. Yeah. Especially because I was able to watch it on the, on the East Coast. Feed. Yeah, I'm going to try that next week. <laughs> yeah, you should. You should. Instead of like forcing... Because I, I watched on the East Coast, uh, AEW, and then I took an hour break. And then I watch NXT, uh, the the eight o'clock feed. Mm-hmm. So uh, and I got I have to try not to spoil NXT stuff for myself because yeah. if I saw Finn come out to confront uh, Adam Cole Bebe like live as it happens, I'd have marked out big time. That's what I want. I want the mark out experience. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of. I mean, I couldn't watch it. and I want to know what happened, so I was checking my phone when I could to yeah get the results because yeah. I was just curious. Um. So, uh, Page versus Pac. Decent match. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of uh, action outside, throwing each other into the barricade and stuff. Yeah. Um, Wasn't quite the barn burner that I was figuring we'd get it. No, I wonder if... All in or whenever it was. It was supposed to be a double, double or nothing. nothing. Yeah, because yeah, that was Yeah, the I wonder if they're, they're going to save that match. Like, you know... Without the... Because it was a kind of a wonk. It was a cheat finish anyways. Um, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a low blow involved. So maybe they want to save this for pay-per-view and really have the barn burner then. They got to have Paige like beat a couple of job jobbers though, <laughs> get his record back to mm-hmm. back up. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was a decent enough match. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like as as, as bar burnery as I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of tossing uh, tossing themselves or each other, sorry, into the barricade, mm-hmm. rolling ringside and stuff. Yeah, in the end, uh, uh, here let me find the thing here. So. 
Pac goes to the outside. Page hits uh, top rope moonsault ringside on Pac. Um, he tosses Pac back in the ring. Page goes for buckshot. Uh, Pac avoids it. And then Page pushes Pac towards the rope, but Hebner's there against the rope. So Hebner gets trapped. Page is behind Pac. Pac does the backwards mule kick, low yeah. blow. Yeah. Uh, follows it up with a black arrow to Page's back. It transitions directly into a brutalizer. He wins. Hebner was super quick on the on the on the counts because that two count here on the uh, the power bomb. Yeah. With the two count, man, Hebner was going quick on those. Yeah, man. Bang bang. Yeah. Yeah. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. He's old. Yeah. So if this is a match to set up, uh, you know, like their blow off or the barn burner match. Bigger feud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's that's probably the case, too. I think that's probably the case. Because you don't want to give, you don't want (coughs) to... If you got another match planned in the future, you don't want to give them everything you got. Right. You want right. to set it up. Yeah. You want people pining for more. Oh, yeah. Uh, next, for the women's uh, tournament, the first AEW Women's Championship champion. Sorry, Nyla Rose taking on Riho. Britt Baker came out for commentary. Mm-hmm. Although she didn't really say much. Say much. Yeah. Like when she was asked a question, she would answer, but she wasn't chiming in a ton. Yeah. Which isn't nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when people come out for guest commentary spots, I kind of feel like they're they they don't they're not sh- they don't know how to ingrain themselves in the story being woven by commentary so yeah it wasn't anything wrong it was just a different I mean, approach I mean this is the biggest spotlight for oh, her yeah. so far like the more reps she gets in terms of just being around that many people oh for sure kind of spotlight yeah yeah because I feel like the more comfortable you are the more you're gonna yeah yeah probably yeah um did you notice in NXT they were shoot, show, they had some video package or something and there was a shot of Britt getting her arm stomped on by Shayna Baszler? That's funny. I had I had heard that on Twitter. I didn't see that. Yeah, I know. when I was watching last night. That's right. Like, oh, that's probably completely intentional. Yeah, probably. Um, there's this great spot early on where Riho had the upper hand and and Nyla's uh, flat on her on her stomach on the mat. Riho goes for a double stomp and right as Riho makes impact, uh, Nyla pushes herself up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like Riho gets knocked off. That was pretty cool. I didn't know this. Tommy Johnson just dropped a super chat. It says PS View was clutch with the multi view option. 
Didn't know PS View had a multi-view. PS View, for me, always felt like it was on the verge of crashing. Really? You can watch both of them at the same time? He says, was able to compare the matches in the order they put them in. There was some symmetry there that cracked me up. Like yeah, MJF yeah. and I think Velveteen Dream. Had the promo at the same at time. At the same yeah. time, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Finn came out right as AEW took their first commercial break. Yeah, yeah. Um, where was I? Uh, Nyla employed the STF a couple times. First time, Riho got to the ropes. And then Riho sends Nyla out of the ring with two uh, running knees. And they made a point of saying that Riho had been training with Kenny Omega mm-hmm. yeah. um, in preparation for this match. Which factored in later on. Yes. She goes up top, goes for a crossbody off the top to ringside. Nyla catches her, which that was an impressive catch because it looked like Riho uh, was a little short on her jump. Mm-hmm. So Nyla like, caught her like this. Yeah. Um, and hits the backbreaker. And then Nyla gets a chair, acts like she's going to hit Riho with it, which would have got her disqualified. Yeah. Ref takes it. Uh, Nyla sends Riho into the barricade and then she goes uh, to the side of the ring that's facing the ramp <coughs> gets a bunch of chairs out piles them up puts Riho on top she gets on the apron she does like a, a, a senton off the apron or flipping sense somersault senton off the apron uh, Riho moves so Nyla just eats a pile of chairs yeah and then Riho hits a double stomp off the apron um, they go back in the ring Riho hits a double stomp to Nyla's back only gets a two count though Riho goes for a crucifix pin. Uh, Nyla catches it, hits a Samoan drop, gets a two. Uh, then Nyla hits like the, the Kenta slash Hideo Itami knee off the top, draping Riho over the top rope. Um, gets a two on that. Nyla goes for a power bomb. Riho escapes, goes for a roll up, only gets a two. Nyla hits a DVD, gets a two. Nyla goes for up top. Uh, Riho hits a bunch of strikes, hits a, a really awesome super northern light suplex. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Gets yeah, that was a good two. Stuff. And then uh, Riho hits double knees to Nyla's back and then to her face. Mm-hmm. Pinzer gets the win. Boom. And that little tiny title, uh, title they got, the little yeah. championship belt they got. What do you think of that? I didn't think, I didn't know it was that small. I didn't know that going into it. And then I saw pictures of the hands holding it. Yeah, and then like, I saw that. It's like, oh, that's that pretty small. small. That is small. That is super tiny. Um, so uh, Michael Nakazawa gets in the ring to interview Riho. But mm-hmm. before he can ask her a question, uh, Nyla lays them both out. Yeah. And kind of has to double clutch, but she power bombs Nakazawa. Yeah, she starts to go after Riho. Goes on the apron, picks her up. Kenny runs out, starts shouting, "What are you doing? Yeah, stop it! What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Why, what are you doing? Yeah." And then uh, Nyla goes backstage. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Yeah, good stuff. I like that they're they're making Nyla into the super heel now, mm-hmm. uh, big monster heel. I think that's great. Um, Tony Khan confirmed last night that Awesome Kong is signed with the company. Yep. She's an employee. She's going to not employee. She is signed with the company. Yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously that's a pretty big matchup that they oh, can yeah. play with there. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's really good stuff. Yeah. But yeah I great. thought it was, I thought it was, a re- I mean, there, yeah, there were, there were awkward bits here and there. Um, but, uh, I thought that it was a pretty decent match. I thought mm-hmm. it was a really good story they told. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then finally we had our main event, which was the elite the, the the elite, elite. yeah they, they that was that was the song they came out to was the the elite theme i like that yeah yeah um they look terrific they all had matching gear yeah volt so. volt i love volt man yeah, i can't Volt's, get enough volt solid color pops you like colors that pop i like colors that pop man that's almost a volt on your janela shirt there i know isn't this terrific that's a good shirt this is ricardo that did this that's man. a really cool shirt i freaking love this yeah design. Good shirt. it's great um so they're taking on jericho and xlax yeah santana and ortiz yeah um, early on, 
or Kenny starting the match. I want to toss this out real quick, what? man. Because sometimes, like the wrestlers, are like I feel like we tried our darndest to promote uh, Juan Ortiz. Yeah, doing our our shirt. Oh yeah, he, you did, know? he did an awesome job. Yeah, this shirt right now that I'm wearing uh, on the Instagram, R Lopez Ortiz, Ricardo Lopez Ortiz. He's done. He did like a Black Panther versus Deadpool uh, uh, comic for Marvel. Oh wow! He's done a bunch of like legit comic stuff. He's just like seriously. If I could, if I could be this level of artist, I'd be so like even like a tenth of this. His stuff is so terrific. There's tons of great like wrestling artwork on his Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, and he's a good Twitter follow. He's just a terrific artist. Lots of great influences cool. there. Um, so yeah, check yes, him out. Check, follow check his, out his stuff. stuff. It's good. Uh, so the match starts. Kenny in the elite's corner. He starts the match. Uh, Santana's uh, going to start for uh, Jericho's team. And then Jericho at first was like, all right, tag me in. Mm-hmm. So Santana does so. Jericho acts like he's going to do something, then go and just tag Santana back in. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a little bit of gamesmanship there early from Chris Jericho. Uh, there's some decent action, but pretty quickly, uh, uh, Kenny's going for his Terminator tope. Um, Moxley comes down to the ring from behind, and Kenny does the, oh, damn. Yeah. He's behind me, isn't he? They, you know what? Sometimes they do that really bad, like in, in the past. Like, I'm not going to keep on dumping on WWE. But sometimes they don't really execute that all that effectively. Like, it's like, come on. Why do you? Kenny did it really well because yeah. he gets up, he's all hyped, and then he understands the crowd is like telling him, hey, there's a dude behind you and it's Moxley. Yeah. And so he was like, what? And he milked it for the drama. Yeah, it was yeah. really nice. It yeah. was good seeing that. So Mox attacks him. Uh, they start brawling. Ken, or he sends Kenny in, over the barricade <clears throat> in the crowd. They're brawling. They're brawling towards backstage area. Uh, at one point, Kenny gets the upper hand, and there's a, 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 a janitor stuff right there. And it was a mop. It wasn't a broom. It was a mop. <laughs> it was a cleaning device on a long pole, man. It was a mop, not, He's not the a cleaner. broom. He's the cleaner. So he grabs the mop. Ah, was close mops enough. Mops the floor it's just and then the attacks same mops thing with as a broom, it. just with dangly no, cloth bits no, instead of long straw, man. It's, it's the not. same thing. Brooms are used to sweep stuff. Mops are used to mop stuff. They're different things It's entirely. all cleaning, baby. It's all clean, but different different stuff they're cleaning, man. Tell me that wasn't a freaking direct metaphor. Well, broom would have been. This is an indirect <laughs> metaphor. Or allusion to the cleaner. I understand. All right. So uh, that happens. Then Mox hits the upper hand. They start brawling back by the VIP area. And then uh, Mox hits a Death Rider slash Paradigm Shift, two different names and two different companies, through this glass coffee table. That was nasty. Okay, so wait a second. What? Paradigm Shift. That's what they, on Twitter, that's what they called it. Why does it have to be called something different? Does, does New Japan own Death Rider? I mean, that's just his gimmick in New Japan. Because wow. on uh, one of the, his first promo he did after he showed up at Double or Nothing. He said there's been, this been is a, a paradigm, paradigm shift. shift. So yeah. I guess that's what we're calling his, his dirty deeds. All now. right, there you go. Interesting. I'm just going by what they said on Twitter. I don't think they said Paradigm Shift last night, but I know they didn't say Death Rider. So. A lot of people are asking why, the, why this wasn't a DQ. They had mentioned on commentary a couple times that this was a no DQ match. Oh, I didn't notice that. I just saw that on Twitter. I didn't know if there was something inherent too. to the three-on-three six-man that made it a no DQ. No, there's, I mean, based on WB rules, no. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I just I thought I heard in commentary them saying it was no DQ. It could be. Um, so Kenny's out of the equation. We don't see Kenny again. Uh, and then we're back in the ring. Uh, young Bucks have the upper hand, and uh, they're going for a Meltzer driver. Uh, Nick is going springboard off the top rope. Jericho comes in, intercepts him uh, with a code breaker. Now Jericho and XLX have the upper hand. Jericho hits Matt Jackson with 
Judas effect for the win. And then all three of them start beating down the Young Bucks. Who comes down in a in a nice looking suit? Mm-hmm. Sans jacket. Mm-hmm. Cody. Cody, yeah. He comes out there to make the save. Some great red bottoms on his shoes. Yeah, man. Really great. So they're, they're all brawling out there. Uh, Sammy Guevara comes out. He kicks Cody square in the front area. Yeah. Um, and then Dustin Rhodes comes out. Yes. To make Full the save. Full on his makeup yeah, man, and everything. Great. Yeah. To make the save. He kicks Sammy in the front uh-huh. area. Yeah. And that's when we see Jake Hager, formerly known as Jack Swagger. Hager? Hager. 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 Is that what I said? Jake Hager. Is Hager? I think it's Hager, isn't it? Okay. Jake Hager. 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 <laughs> I used to saying it. Jack Swagger, man. Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger. So he comes to the ring. He drops Dustin. Uh, he brawls a little bit. Hits a Vader bomb on Cody. They bring in the table that the ring bell was on. Uh, and Jack Swagger gunt wrench power bombs Dustin onto it. Doesn't break though. Doesn't break. It that probably like hurt. hurt. That probably bad, hurt. Yeah. And then uh, finally Jericho finishes up the beat down with a Judas effect on Cody. Yeah. Uh, he'll stand tall to end the show. For sure. Cody or sorry Tony Khan uh, more or less said at the the, the media scrum falling show we got a heel stable on our hands. Yes. Yeah. And they had signed uh, Hager prior um, to all out. And, I mean, I do appreciate, though, they're trying to immediately just associate him with Bellator and not, obviously, his prior stint in WWE. Yeah, I mean, if, if well, I'm not, I was never a, a Jack Swagger fan. He's a tall dude. Okay. He's got the college pedigree. Yeah. He's in Bellator. Sure, he might be fighting some lumps, but he's undefeated. He seems legit Yeah. from that perspective. Yeah. Um, like, if you just hear his record in Bellator and don't pay attention to the people he's fought. Yeah. I've seen, like, a sh- uh, uh, the, the weigh-in shot of him and against the guy he fought where he's, like, six inches taller. There's two of them. There's two of those matches were hilarious. Yeah. Because it's literally, hey, Steve, take your shirt off and maybe eat a couple more cheeseburgers, and that's what you're looking at yeah. with these guys. It's hilarious. And he looks, like, dejected to even have to fight these guys. Yeah, I know. Um, they were easy wins for him. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't the biggest Swagger fan either. That being said, sorry. Oh, oh dear. That was nasty. That you was shut gross. Up booger out of your nose. That's gross. That was nasty. <clears throat> sorry about that. Um, you. Sorry. What do you want me to do? Get a tissue. Talk about Jack Swagger. All right. So, uh, granted, neither of us, I think, are huge fans of, or we're huge fans of Jack Swagger. What about the debuting and then bringing him back down? Yeah, I'm getting to that. Um, but if they're going to bring him on and not necessarily have him be a featured competitor i.e. a consistent main event presence essentially his role last night as debut main event scene be jericho's muscle primary henchman kind of the perfect role for him so he debuts in this uh gets into a program probably with dustin um over the next few months maybe have a match at full gear against dustin and then uh yeah just be jericho's heavy yeah so i mean look this is how they did debuts back in the attitude era and I thought they, they executed them really, really well back then. And for some reason, they don't do this anymore. Um, they debut somebody in a main event position, in a main event storyline area. Yeah. And then you bring him back down to where he belongs. In the case of Jack Swagger, it's probably going to be, you know, mid-card to upper mid-card yeah. heavy heel yeah. guy. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be challenging for the title. No. I think maybe if they are successful enough in the reclamation project, maybe it's possible down the line. I just don't see it right now. I mm-hmm. think there's enough mm-hmm. big names there for mm-hmm. them not to be doing that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. You got this huge crowd and Steve's like... I know, right? Drooling boogers <laughs> out of his nose. I'm sorry. I'm a mess. Welcome to the show, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I was sad that Mox didn't make uh, Kenny eat the bursa sack. Yeah. <laughs> or he didn't eat it himself. Yeah, I know. Well, know did we, we talk about an overrun yesterday? I think so. Our we predictions can, episode we can't, have every, we can't have everything, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but the crowd response to, to Swagger coming out was, was, was solid. Yeah, they were responding to everything. Yeah, I know. They were responding to everything. So in that sense, it worked. Let's take some questions, Steve. Yeah. From, from Epico, he says, good news. I went to jail last Sunday. We haven't got the story about that yet. He said, I, all, all I saw after that was he was going to sue the town. <laughs> He's going to sue some town. Wow. Man, that's, yeah. Interesting. Interesting indeed. Uh, Tina Keys, longtime listener, first time super chatter. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, Tina. Max Monroe, working two jobs in school, been missing the live streams. Good to be back, friendos. Well, welcome back, Max. Welcome back. Rich Hardesty, the camera work felt like classic WCW framing. Um, yeah, there wasn't all the crash zooms and quick cuts that we are we see on WB main roster mm-hmm. television. Cody Miles here in the Discord, which you can get access to for a dollar on Patreon. Patreon. Uh, what was your favorite match from AEW last night? It's probably Cody and Sammy. Me too. I think yeah. that was it. Yeah. I like the the little bit of interaction we got between XLAX and the Young Bucks. So I think that match at full gear is going to be insane. XLAX is great, man. Yeah, they're, they're really, really good. good. They're I know. really good. Uh, Nick C. Simon gave a dinosaur down for no Luchasaurus. Simon Miller, I'm guessing. Uh, let's see here. Cody Miles again. If AEW creates an intro stinger akin to then now forever, what would it say? The elite. The the elite. <laughs> They have to change it to all elite. Mm-hmm. All there you go. Elite. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Okay, so Snake Sosa says the fight coverage on the fight app kept live feed to the arena during ads without I heard commentary. That I heard that too. Which I preferred. That I would love. That sounds mm-hmm. great. Um, is fight only available for outside of North America, I though? I think it is. I think that fee, I think. I didn't check, but that was a question I had back when they announced it. Mm-hmm. I know for pay-per-views in, in North America, you have to order through Bleacher Report Live, but elsewhere it's fight. Mm-hmm. Um, Jurgen Johnson Johnson here on the Patreon asked what will happen first, uh, four horsewomen to AEW or one of the core four, uh, Omega, Cody, or the Young Bucks going to WWE. So long as AEW is in business, I don't foresee any of the elite going to WWE. The only way that would happen, I would feel like, is if yeah, that'd be bizarre. Is if AEW went out of business, that'd be bizarre if they did. Yeah. And in the same token, though, I don't see either of the four horsewomen going to AEW because I just feel like WWE would just throw so much money at them and make it a near I impossibility. Think WWE has so much talent in the women's division that eventually, if a couple of them catch fire and AEW goes like super all in. I mean, that's a possibility. That's a bigger possibility than any of the elite going for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, Patrick Kennedy says, fantasy draft. Steve, you're drafting for Raw and Larson. You're drafting for SmackDown. Here your guys' first five picks. We're going to do a mock draft. We're doing that, man. We got week. a podium. Yeah, we got a podium. We got a, we got a freaking podium. That. We're going to do that uh, probably up next Wednesday. I think that's what we thought. So we got to shoot that on. Either Wednesday or Saturday. Oh, no, Saturday's going to be something else. Saturday's going to be too late because we drafted already started by then. Yeah, good point. It's got to be Wednesday. Okay, cool. So maybe we'll have to shoot that Friday before uh, SmackDown. Uh, tomorrow? Yeah. That's a possibility. Maybe. Man, I'm gonna, I mean, I got to prep then. Monday and two. I mean, we have, I mean, I know it's a heavy edit, but like we could shoot it on Monday. Okay. <laughs> talk about we'll it. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it is it's a heavy crazy edit. time. Crazy time we're living it in. Is, right yeah, now. I know. You know what? You know how that'd be fun too? Is if. 
Like we can use. I want to. I want this belt to change hands, man. I want this to be up in the air. All right. Um, but I was thinking we can use maybe like the the point system that Cody Miles has set up All right. for the Discord draft. Mm-hmm. We can use that and keep track of whose roster does better. Oh, for our draft, we draft and okay. it has consequences. That sounds fair. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Dunnigan, who do you think will be the top babyface in AEW by the time 2019 ends? That's only in two months' time because I'm convinced they're still wanting to mold Hangman Page as a top guy of the company. I think that's true, but I think it's that's a that's a project that's further than 2019, maybe 2021. Well, right now they've got this guy. Jericho stable versus the, the the elite, the elite. So I mean, Cody's got to be like the head. I think right now he's kind of the top face. I mean, unless Kenny goes full heel, he's going to be the top face in the company. Yeah, but he's going to be... Okay, so here's the thing. I think Kenny is going to be... Him and Moxley are going to have a thing on the side mm-hmm. where the main story of the Elite versus Jericho stable is going to be kind of front and center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's going to be Cody leading the Oh, I think so, too. I think, Kenny, I think Kenny might be involved, but he's got this Mox problem he's got to deal with yeah, all the time, too. Totally. yeah. I mean, I think just from the, the viewpoint, if you, I'm, I'm separating it somewhat from the stories being told in terms of the, the macro view of it. Sure. Like Kenny's a top name in the promotion, probably. I think so. In terms Maybe. of face. In terms of the face. Yeah. Because like Jericho's a top name, obviously. But yeah. Because uh, Mox is kind of existing and in, in, he's neither heel nor face. He's just Mox. He's a tweener. Until he eats the bursa sack. Cody Miles. Would that make him fe- uh, uh, heel or face then? To me, a face. To everybody yeah. else, by God, a heel. Are you kidding me? Well, that's no, a, if, he's, if, 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 if he is stuff. ingesting no, the no. source of his ailment. so nasty. It is nasty. It's, it's heel. I don't know if that's heel. Guys who do gross stuff are heels. Cody Miles, New Japan. Was has it a, wasn't uh, when Vince was trying to get Draws to do the puking thing. That was a face thing, though. That wasn't heel. Um, those are all, these are all good questions. Cody Miles, New Japan has a trademark for Death Rider. Interesting. Oh, okay. And that's that then. That's that, Mattress Man. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Greg Morris, can we agree that Dustin has some of the best power slams in wrestling? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, James Fletcher building AEW faction to fight Jericho's. Oh, it's the elite. So you there. Uh, butts. So why did Sammy come out to attack Cody when earlier after their match he didn't join with Jericho? Well, that's subterfuge. Yeah, Jericho already had that going on. He didn't want heat in the locker room Mm-mm. at that point. Because at that point, maybe Cody thinks, "Oh, Sammy's out here. Maybe he'll help us." Yeah. Eh. Wrong. Uh, Ollie B. The AEW is running the risk of being a WWE rejects playground now that they have Swagger in Shirley. And why wasn't the six man thrown out? There was outside interference when Mock attacks Mox attack Kenny. That's a DQ in every promotion. Not in Ollie wrestling. Apparently not. That probably wouldn't in like PWG either. Uh, uh, that probably wouldn't be a DQ, and they didn't really do interference like that. But Wolfpack for Life said, "Did you see the pictures of people in the skybox at AEW watching NXT?" Mm-mm. It's an exciting time to be a wrestling fan, yeah, man. man. Why choose one when you can watch it all? Um. Oh, here we go, Perry Swift. What would you change about the aesthetic of AEW? The show was great, but something about the presentation didn't feel right. Oh, I thought it was beautiful. The only thing, the only thing I thought could go is the crane shot. Mm-hmm. The crane shot of the ring. I didn't like it when they brought it to SmackDown. I don't like it in AEW. They had it on NXT last night too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they did. I didn't like it. Like I think it looks great. It's lit well. It's very colorful. Um, make it a little more cinematic. You think so? Yeah. 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 
not necessarily just just some more depth of field stuff. Mm-hmm. Make it feel like it's got more depth to it. And I understand why you want to have everything sharply in focus throughout the entirety of the arena because you get to see the crowd. I get that. I'm cool with just them using that in vi- like the video packages that they mm-hmm. do are very cinematic. I'm cool with it being more of a sports broadcast, but teach their own. Um, no, I thought I th- and I thought personally, I thought it looked amazing. Uh, Wolfpack for Life is uh, Jake Hager. Am I saying it right? I think it's Hager. Okay, on par, close to the same level as Lex Luger coming to WCW. No, no, no. Uh, no. Really? No, I think Luger, Luger was doing nothing by the time he left. Remember, this is Luger we're talking. About. I know, but before he went to WWF, Luger was kind of a huge deal in WCW. He had the U.S. title for like 600 days. Okay, that's a that's a decent point. Yeah, people loved Luger. In like 89, Luger was amazing. Well, he just screamed into the mic. Oh, I like, man, you go back and watch a lot. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people who come back around to Luger. I think we need to maybe do some more research. You want to do an editorial on the greatness of Lex Luger? Maybe. It's all about the positivity, man. Oh, I'm totally positive. Positive you don't like Lex Luger. Uh, <laughs> Double J, how long until Superhuman debuts? That's going to be a while. I'm still uh, still holding back on yeah. the Superhuman. Yeah. Don't know what's in his past. Uh, Chris Ferreira, how long until an AEW pay-per-view and takeover go head-to-head? Uh, might be pretty soon as far as uh, NXT is concerned. Lord Ziffer, what should Jericho's faction be called? Bubbly Club. <laughs> Bubbly Club. That's pretty funny. No, nah, man, you know what? They need to call it something cool and have a cool logo. Doesn't Have Ricardo here yeah. do the logo. Yeah, man. You'll sell a ton of those shirts. WWE doesn't learn, man. You can make so much money if you just have cool factions. I know. People love factions. I know. Tina Keys, cable for the U.S. and TSN for Canada viewers for all elites. That must be the uh, North American options. You can't do it on fight, I would suspect. Yeah, I would think that's, that's the case. a bummer. Yeah. Um, there's another question here in chat. Somebody asked. Uh, people are asking about the 2K20 gameplay trailer. We're going to do a breakdown of that in our bonus episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which you can check out for five dollars. Look, man, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> like, you're not. If if you're if you're sitting there, you're like, man, I can't afford five dollars. You're not really missing much. It's fun. It's sort of non-essential viewing. <laughs> Well, look, I'm just saying I don't want people I don't want people to feel bad for not no, no, no. being able to afford here's bonus episodes. Yeah, no, here's the thing. While uh, 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 overrun at times may not be uh, uh, essential viewing, yeah. it's a chance to, to, to engage and chat and stuff like that. We enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. It's looser. It's fun. We answer questions, goof off a bit if more. If you really want more going in raw, yeah. $5 is not that bad to pay. No. Um, and it is, you know, it is out there. I mean, in, in a nutshell, um, feels like they added some cool stuff to the previous game. But we're going to do a detailed breakdown. Yes, yes. Shot by shot, frame shot by frame. Shot by shot, frame by frame. I'll get the Telestrator out, all that. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it is a good time. No, I love our bonus content. It is a good time. We have asked Steven Larson. We're going to start doing some gaming bonus content. Um, again, it's stuff that, hey, if you're really into it, pony up five bucks, you can get to check it out. And if you're not, no, no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. You're not missing much. Exactly. Anyways. I don't want anybody to feel bad. No. You know, but we put plenty of content here for free gratis. Exactly, exactly. Right here on the channel. Exactly. And we're not we're not gonna stop doing gaming content here free gratis on the channel. Yes, it's gonna take a different form. It's gonna be a different form, yep. and then we're gonna do a little bit more of it in the bonus stuff. So yeah. Yep. Mr. Dope says overrun is worth it. So Mr. Dope says Mr. Yeah, it's overrun is worth it. Endorsement for Mr. Dope. I like it. It's Tim, Tim Spulak here says it's 30 minutes of Steve's picking his nose. 
Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Wayne Maker, last super chat. We'll end on this one. Mod Battle Royal. Who goes over? Not you. Just not. You're the first. He's immediately eliminated. Alex C is the tallest of all our mods. Yes. Correct. He's probably the most difficult to to throw out. Yeah, I'd probably give him the edge. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Anyways, probably. we got an NXT re review. We're gonna do. Yeah, we're not going anywhere. If you're watching this live, right away. You're, we're not going anywhere. Um. So yeah, I'll, I'll just say this: we'll 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 roll the Patreon thing. I'll stop recording, then we'll be back, and yeah, then we'll run I, the intro. I, I think I have to go use the, the men's room real quick. Oh, then, okay. So it'll just be me. Okay, cool. Just for a couple. Just okay, for like no, it's totally thirty cool. seconds. I'll wrap with the people. That's fine. It's gonna be super quick. All right, here I had we a cup go. Of coffee and like half this thing of water. Thanks everybody for watching. If you're watching the VOD of this, our NXT review is up right now. We're putting these up at the same time. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Live audience, don't go anywhere. Bye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.